So what can the public now do to continue being part of the process? So now we're going to see the public interviews will start taking place from the 11th of August. And um, we we really encourage the public to watch these interviews. I think they're going to be made available on Parliament's TV channel and DSTV as well as the YouTube channel. And we will try our best to get it on um, other channels as well. And to watch these interviews, to um, see what the candidates' um, responses are to certain questions. We know that some of the candidates have um, some controversial backgrounds, so to see how they answer those questions. But also, thereafter, when the uh, committee deliberates on the one name that's going to be put forward, and that person needs 60% majority vote, Corruption Watch has created uh, new media technologies that will also allow the general public all throughout South Africa to also make a vote on that candidate and that recommendation to see whether or not that person should be the next public protector. Explain to us how how the public can do that, because, you know, we're going to watch these interviews live and watch them answer these questions. Questions from the from the ad hoc committee. If we're satisfied with the answer or dissatisfied with it, how do we, you know, voice our, our, our you know our feelings about that? Well, I guess you, I mean we don't. The committee hasn't opened up any further um, processes of public participation. But what Corruption Watch will be doing over the next few days is engaging with the committee to see how else can we uh, can public uh, get involved further. Because what we will be doing on the 14 candidates, we will be doing a more in-depth vetting. So we did a very basic background check on the 69 um, that were on the list. Now that we have the 14, we have very, uh, we're going to have very in-depth information on them. And we're going to publicize this information and put it in the public domain. But we also want the committee to take this into account when they are questioning candidates during the um, interview process. So if there are further complaints on candidates, and you must know there was um, com- on um, Siraj Desai, who was um, shortlisted yesterday, the committee noted that they did receive complaints about him. But... That wasn't taken into consideration, Um, and he still got put into the shortlist. And the chair kept saying that regardless of whether or not people have submitted objections, um, it cannot automatically disqualify a candidate. They still need to be given their fair chance, which we understand. But if there was, and we haven't yet seen what those objections were, but if there were a fair amount of objections, and uh, Judge Desai then still gets put forth and he is nominated as the the, um, as the public protector, I think there'll be um, a lot of there'd be a lot of outrage from the general public and the community because he raised these um, concerns and it wasn't heard. So we also need to see how the community is going to take these objections mm. into account going forward. Kavisha, I mean these these are objections which which you know basically mean they're allegations unless substantiated by significant evidence. Uh, are you, you know, what sort of evidence do you bring in about the new 14 candidates? Now, you know, what sources do you use? So we are um, using the services of a private forensic firm to do this vetting because, you know, we feel that these individuals have to be extremely fit and proper for this job. And um, as we've seen yesterday, that uh, some of the candidates were, uh, all of the candidates were given questionnaires to fill out, and these were just disclosures. So I think they were asked whether you have a criminal record or so-and-so. And um, the a few people at that point had pulled out and had dropped out. And just from our basic desktop searches, we found that the one 
um, candidate had a had bribery allegations against him. And I think as a result, when he was asked to disclose, um, he didn't. I don't think he wanted to, and then he just decided to pull out of the of the process. So that was just doing media. Um, looking through uh, media reports about the candidates. Now when we do more in-depth searches, I think it will be much more interesting to see what comes out. And um, we honestly hope that the committee will take, if there is evidence or significant amount of um, sort of uh, evidence against a certain individual that indicates mm. that they are not fit and proper, we hope that the committee does take this into co- into account because I think um, that's, that's a very important thing. As much as they might meet the uh, criteria and they have necessary qualifications and experience, it's about the character also that is quite important. And that's going to be the grounds that we will challenge some of these candidates.